everyone and welcome once again to the high stakes fantasy advantage podcast it is wednesday november 29th woohoo december is right around the corner yeah baby hey the sun's still shining here derek up out in minnesota you got some sunshine there i do i can look right out my window there 45 and there sunny. look at that beautiful oh i can see it yeah no we'll take this at the end of november oh, no yeah. doubt about it i think it's gonna be nice for the rest of the week here hope it's nice where you are right now but let's talk some football Football right now, it is week 13 in the NFL. In the NFFC, that means the last week of the regular season. It also means the last night of fab tonight and Friday. you still got one last chance on Friday, but spend the majority of your money right now. Tom, you see anybody in fab? I know we're uh-huh. in the same auction league, but man, there's nothing there. I got $400. I do. What do I do with it? I do, too. I got 400 bucks. I'm probably spending it on a kicker or something. I mean, because it doesn't make any sense to take it with you so no it's bleak and the nfs now your local leagues there's probably some good options out there you know maybe a rex burkhead Kenyon drake probably out there you know guys like that but in the nfc these guys have been gobbled up so it's it's pretty bleak out there in the nfc we're going to do a segment on the serious show tonight talking about the waiver wire pickups i don't know who the hell we're going to talk about i think jimmy I garoppolo know. i think jimmy garoppolo is the big pickup tonight that's about oh, that's all yeah okay yeah. You would pick him up over Geno Smith? Are you kidding me? What a what a terrible situation for the Giants. I I feel I actually feel bad for Eli. Of course. I mean, uh, it's not easy to get rid of a franchise quarterback. We know that here. We saw how ugly it was in Green Bay, but this is uglier. I mean, they sent the notice in a press release that he's not starting his 223rd straight game. I mean, they are treating him like garbage. This is a guy who won two Super Bowls. It's ridiculous the way they're treating him right now. And the people who are treating him this way, they're out at the end of the year. They're not doing this because they're trying to look at the quarterback for next year. Reese and McAdoo are both out, right? Yeah, no question. Yeah, so what is the reason for it? It makes no sense. I feel bad for Eli, too, and, you know, I hope they're going to have to get rid of him because he's got a big contract. He signed through 2019. He's got two more years, so they're going to take a cap hit. They're not going to be able to trade him. And so then there's Coughlin down in Jacksonville. He's got a playoff team. (laughs) He's got a great defense and a horseshit quarterback, and there's Eli on the take there. What do you think? Well, it's either there or Denver with the exact same situation. Uh, a great defense, two very good wide receivers, and a shit quarterback situation. Yeah. And Eli might be a little familiar with the Denver situation since uh, I think his brother might have played there and did okay. I like it. But I think both situations would be fantastic. Tom, I do want to say one thing, so good luck uh, picking up your fabs tonight. You and I are fourth and fifth. You're fourth, I'm fifth in our auction league, I want you to know, in points. So we're battling for that last playoff spot. Are we, how many teams go in? Is it, is it four, four or six? Four? Four. four. No, six. Oh, no. Right. Four. This is the NFFC. This isn't your local league, you goofball. Come on. It's four teams. It's tough. All right, all right, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I had a couple of rough weeks. The, I'm not so concerned about the, the win loss record at this point. My no, points have no. been good, but I had a couple of rough weeks. Uh, but hopefully, 
Uh, I can recover and be okay. I got to get a little something from Dez tomorrow night. He's the one who's really been killing me. Thielen's been great. Wentz has been great. Deion Lewis. I get Devonta Freeman back this week. That'll help. So yeah, okay, let's talk. Are you starting Dez this week? That's a good one. We're going to talk with Brady tonight on the Serious XM. I, so, I haven't decided. One. I haven't decided yet. I've got. I mean, I got Thielen. See, the problem is I got Juju Smith-Schuster. So yeah. losing him last week hurt me. So I got to see his situation. Because if I don't start Smith-Schuster, then Marquise Goodwin starts for me. I would like to start Marquise Goodwin over Dez. I really would. But I don't know if I can do it if Smith-Schuster doesn't practice tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be an interesting call. We'll talk, like I say, with Brady Tinker tonight on the show. He's going to join us, so it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, let's talk quarterbacks. Derek, you said Cutler's back. Jameis Winston is back. Uh, we got Garoppolo starting. We've got Geno Smith starting. Let's throw it to you. Talk about quarterbacks, any of this that you like. You got Garoppolo at Chicago. Um, again, Cutler starting, not a big deal for fantasy purposes. Jameis starting against the Packers. Yes, it's at Lambeau, but it's going to be a nice day out. So let's talk about that. All those guys that you just listed uh, seem like they have a place on teams, but that place sounds like at least my bench. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, I have a better quarterback on all my teams right now than, than those guys, hopefully. So, again, uh, Jameis is a little interesting, but uh, there's something just Tampa's off. Something Cutter's probably out at the end of the year that uh, he wasn't playing very, very well before he got yeah. hurt. So, uh, to me, those guys are on my roster, but they're my QB2s. Yeah, Dr. A had said that a shoulder injury that Jameis had was going to last a while. He was not going to be effective most of the year. I don't think he's going to come back and just start winging the ball all over the place. I think the shoulder injury is still a major concern here. Tom, the last time the Packers, well, not the last time, but the time I remember the Packers playing uh, Tampa Bay at Green Bay was December 1st, 1985. You remember that, right? Uh, I had no recollection of it until you met, you brought it up. Steve not, Young was the quarterback. I'm not that you old. know it was snowing. You know it I'm, was. I'm not that old. Yes, you are. And we got 16 inches of snow that day. You know why I know it was December 1st, 1985? Why? It was my first day on a new newspaper job. It was a Sunday. I had to report on a Sunday for work at the, this daily newspaper that I was at. And I could not get to the office. There were 16 inches of snow. And I had to have my new boss pick me up in his four-wheel drive and take me to work. And we put out the Monday morning paper. So yeah. I do remember that. But, uh, yeah, Steve Young was the quarterback. I think we shut him out. Uh, it snowed 16 inches at that game. And uh, the crowd was probably like 35,000 or something. I do remember there was the announcer said, why are so many people in orange at this game? There's a lot of Tampa Bay fans. He didn't realize we have deer hunters up here, and their orange was out from the deer hunting season. So that's what happened. I, I, right, I think I was playing street hockey with a bunch of other seven-year-olds at that time. That's how long ago that game was. I heard, I, I, my grandparents used to talk about that game. I remember hearing that when I was a young kid. Yeah. You guys both, Derek's kind of young, but Tom. Come on, you're like a couple years behind me for crying out loud. Look at that gray beard you have. Look at that gray hair on top. That's a, it's the light, the light shining in from outside. It's, it skews everything. All right, let's talk about some running backs as well. Speaking of Packer game, Ty Montgomery did not practice today. Aaron Jones did not practice today. Tom, is this Jamal Williams' team? Forget about is he starting. Are we riding Jamal Williams to the playoffs? No. Okay. Um, no. But, yes, I think he'll be the main guy again. He looked pretty good against the Steelers Sunday night, I thought. I thought that was his best game. Certainly Tampa Bay's defense is not as good as Pittsburgh. So uh, I think he's a very viable guy. If he's out there, you're looking at 20-plus touches. I mean, he's getting a ton of volume. They're using him in the passing game. So a pretty rock-solid number two running back if you need him. 
Okay, Derek, Devonta Freeman is coming back. He's practicing right now. He's been out with a concussion. As a fantasy owner, do you roll him out right away? And secondly, let's talk about Tevin Coleman and how this affects him. He has been the main guy. I think he had like 21.6 last week. He was on a good, lot of good rosters last week uh, with those results. Uh, what do you think of the Atlanta backfield this week against Minnesota? Let's put that out there as well. Yeah, uh, like you said, going up against the Vikings defense in Atlanta, Vikings tend to not play as well on the road, uh, just for whatever reason. So I think, I mean, if you have Freeman, you're going to use him. I mean, if you have Coleman, I think you're going to use him as well. I I look at them both as... I don't know if Freeman, I mean, Freeman had obviously probably two-to-one touches before before the concussion injury stuff. I don't know if it'll be that pronounced anymore. Maybe it's closer to a 50-50. But uh, I do think both of them have value this week against the Vikings. Vikings still give up catches to running backs. Um, a lot of times, even when they're shutting down the running game, the, the, they, give up, they give up catches. So uh, Atlanta's offense, you know, it's hitting its stride. And again, Vikings defense not just don't play as well on the road. I look for this to be a, a damn high-scoring good game. So something in around the 30s for both teams, I think. So I, I think there's zero problem starting both Coleman and uh, Freeman going for at least this week. Tom, Doug Martin out with a concussion. Not sure if he's going to be out for the game. He didn't practice again today. This Peyton Barber had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, any interest there on the fab wire? Just a reserve guy for playoffs, no. possibly? I mean, I would think Jaquiz Rogers would start. The problem yeah. with Quiz is, like you said, Peyton Barber got the touchdowns last week. Charles Sims is the third down guy. So, of all of them, I mean, I guess Rogers, if you're super desperate for a, a flex, Sims, if you're really desperate in PPR for a flex, but I, I'm not fired up about any Packers of that. Packers pretty good against the run, I, I do too. Love, I will say, I'll say this, though. The Packers cannot keep number two wide receivers out of the end zone. They are giving up touchdowns to number two wide receivers in droves. If you've got Deshaun Jackson, I don't give a shit who the quarterback is. If it's me, if it's Steve Young, if it's Ryan Fitzawful, I don't care who it is. Deshaun Jackson is a mortal lock to score a touchdown this week. He'll give up more than just the wide receiver, too, getting a touchdown this week, I have a feeling. Mike Evans is looking fantastic, too, but I'm just saying, Deshaun Jackson, they can't stop number two wide receivers. I mean, they're just that's who's scoring a bunch of touchdowns on them. They're, they're giving them up in droves. So, DJX, if you got them, get them in your lineup. This, this, this is how bad it is in Green Bay. They are a point-and-a-half underdog to Tampa in December at home. Now, Rodgers is playing, that's a 10.5-point spread. Yep. That, I mean, it's crazy. And Chris Liss mentioned this with, with uh, Eli being benched. The spread didn't even move. They were minus 7. I believe it's minus 9 right now. But basically, they're saying Eli is worth 2 points to the Giants. Rodgers is definitely worth 12 to the Packers and possibly more. But it's crazy. The Packers are a point-and-a-half underdog at home! And I'm going to sit in that crap! I can't even throw snowballs at the players because there's no snow up here right now. But that's ridiculous. In fact, speaking of Las Vegas, there's not a single game this week. We got 16 games with the points over 49. Everything is 48.5 or under. Wow. Now, that tells you that we're looking forward forward to a defense-laden, low-scoring, penalty-heavy Week of football. Yeah, if Corrente's crew. Lots, right? If Corrente's crew was out there, you'll get that for sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I haven't seen, we haven't seen that in a while where there's no game in the fifties. No. I mean, that, I mean, usually no. there's two, three, four a week. But I, I got a feeling that Vi- I, like I said, that Vikings uh, Vikings Falcons game is going to go over fifty points. I, I have no doubt right, about that. that. 
the Patriots Bills game goes in the fifties because the Patriots can drop about forty on forty eight and a half. That, they'll, they'll hit fifty. Take the over on that. They'll okay. absolutely be in the fifties that game. Got Saints Panthers is forty eight, but again, yeah, that's that's yeah. tough. That's going to be. I mean, I know it's in New Orleans, but the Panther defense is pretty solid. Um, I think the Saints win, but yeah, I wouldn't be betting the over. And again, I, I'm just saying this not from a betting standpoint. No, it just I'm saying just it from a DFS standpoint, an enjoyment standpoint, a fan standpoint. Come on, we should be having more scoring in the NFL, especially the way the holding penalties on defense. It's it's set up for the offense to succeed, and it's not happening this year. Right from week one, this has been just kind of a plotting season for the NFL. And not to be a downer on this, I love the NFL, but it's just crazy. That it's just gotten to this point where there's just so many penalties and such like that. All right, games that you like this week. Derek, we'll go first. Uh, uh, we have some good ones, man. I mean, Philly-Seattle on Sunday night should be a good one. Uh, you know, the Vikings one definitely should be a good one. That's probably the one you like best, right? Yeah, that well, obviously as a homer, the Vikings game. But you, the one you mentioned, the Sunday night game, Philly and uh, Seattle. I'm going to have my uh, eyes on that one, obviously, a Sunday night game. But Philly is favored by six in Seattle. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. How much times? Yeah. I mean. No, obviously, no Chancellor, no Sherman, but still, my God, that's... I mean, who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? Philly 10-1 and going to Seattle. Basically, almost a touchdown favorite in Week 13. Uh, they're that good, I think. Yep. I think they're that good. If I was a betting man, uh, I'm not shying away from Philly at this point. Tom, what do you like? Yeah, I mean, that game I like a lot. Uh, the Atlanta game I like a lot. The Saints game I like a lot. Um I think the uh, you know the Lions Ravens game should be interesting just because you got a couple of teams that really need to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. So that's a game that's interesting to me. Rams Cardinals just I I want to see the Rams keep going. I mean the Cardinals aren't a threat, but I want to see if the Rams can keep going. Um, and I think it's a it's a nice game for Jared Goff with uh, even with uh, Patrick Peterson on the other side. So those kind of the games I'm looking at the most. Um, you know, I, I'd say the the one that jumps out the most, so without a doubt, is is the Sunday night game, the the Seahawks and Eagles. Actually, Steelers Bengals on Monday night should be yeah. a, a fun one too. Yeah, I was looking at that one too. I think that'll be a fun one to watch as well. It's at Cincy. They definitely need a win, so that should be a good one. All right, let's just go around the horn real quick here, Derek. Uh, there's a couple other guys out as well. You said Greg Olson is out, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, his great comeback didn't last very long. What else do we have from today's reports at practice? Uh, good question. <laughs> oh, I thought you had. I thought, I you thought had Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan I mean, didn't practice. McCaffrey didn't practice. Right. Um, so again, it's only it's only Wednesday. So a lot of times that's just rest. Yeah. But uh, Juju Smith Schuster, we're talking about that as well. He's a possible tough decision for fantasy owners. Correct? Yeah, they won't be back to practice till tomorrow because they play on Monday. So we'll know more yeah. about him tomorrow. All right, sounds good. All right, well we're gonna come back tomorrow and. Uh, Preview of the Thursday game. We like that one an awful lot. Again, we're going to have Brady Tinker on tonight. He'll talk about the Cowboys. Uh, as far as drafting, get your butts in right now because we are drafting baseball all over the place. In fact, this afternoon I'm going to put up first six rounds of draft results on the message boards. Go to the NFBC message boards. You're going to see about five or six leagues with six rounds of draft results for you to whet your appetite on. Or wet your pants on if you want to do that. Go ahead. I don't care. I love looking at these baseball results because they're all over the board. They board. are all just, over the place right now. I love it. 
They are. It's great. I love it without the ADPs and all of that stuff. So, uh, we're, But speaking of our ADPs, I'm telling you guys, I've reached out to a lot of industry partners. We are going to have the ADPs all over the place this year. They're going to be the gold standard. They always have been. But we're going to let a lot of people look at them. I think people are going to love the ADPs. But we are reaching out to a lot of industry sites, and they are ecstatic to be able to get our ADP, so all is going good there, all right? All right, we've got to have a good show tonight, Tom and Derek. Uh, we will talk again tomorrow on our podcast. Have a great day, everyone.